Beloved, this is Cornerstone Deliverance Church. We um, welcome you to our 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time discipleship course that we have every Wednesday. We are located at 323 Post Avenue in Westbury, New York, 11590. And our website is www.cornerstonedeliverancechurch.com. We even give you the invitation that you may peruse it, that you can be blessed through all that the Holy Spirit has released through us, amen, for your benefit, amen, for your development, for your edification. We also give you the invitation to download our church app from your Google Play Store or your Apple Store that is free, no charge to you. The name of the app is Corner Space Stone Space Deliverance Space Church. And it is the same way you would go to your app store and download Facebook. You can download that app, and you will have all that we have released, even our contact information at the touch of the finger in your mobile device or your tablet. Beloved, again, welcome back to Cornerstone Deliverance Church Discipleship Course. Amen. Praise God. I love that word discipleship. The word disciple means to live a life um, that is disciplined like Christ. That's what that word disciple means. Amen. Praise God. And so this is discipleship. Amen. We have to be taught how to be disciplined. Praise God. And so we're going to begin to open up in prayer. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you glory, we give you praise, and we give you honor, O oh God. O oh, Father, we lift your name on high on tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We magnify you with everything that is within us, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. My God, my God. Father, we bless you with the fruit of our lips on tonight, my God. Father, as we are calling in, oh God, and coming in, touching and agreeing, oh God, in the spirit concerning this prayer, oh God, we ask that you move by your spirit, uh, that you touch each and every one of your people individually, my God, hallelujah, meet their need on tonight, oh God, uh, in the name of Jesus, oh God, uh, illuminate the eyes of the understanding, God, give them wisdom, knowledge, oh God, hallelujah, let your ways be their ways, uh, oh God, and let your thoughts be their thoughts. Oh, God, we thank you for the revelatory knowledge that shall come forth on tonight, the truth that shall feed us, the truth that shall prosper us, the truth, my God, that will reveal you to us on tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you for it in advance. We have a heart of gratitude on tonight, God. We give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. And, Father, even if I, as I open up my mouth, let it be you that fill it, oh, God. Use me for your glory. Anoint my voice box, my tongue, my jawbone, oh, God. Anoint me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. Amen. That on tonight I shall bring glory to your name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so, beloved, we have been studying um, 
and discipleship. We have studied many things, praise God. Um, many revelations and truth concerning the word of God have come forth, but we are in the midst of going through the Bible. And as we were going through the Bible, we have touched on um, dispensations, amen, and we will be touching on the covenant, amen, because in the Bible there are seven dispensations and eight covenants. Amen. Praise God. And so in dispensation, it means the age, the time. Amen. In reverence to, between God and man. Amen. The time that we are in. Amen. Praise God. Remember, it was the children of Ithaca. They knew the signs of the time. They knew what to do, when to do it. Amen. Praise God. They understood the seasons. Amen. Praise God. And so we understand that the only way that we will know the season or the shift of the season is that we must be in tune with the Spirit of God, amen, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, amen. He reveals the seasons, amen. Praise God. So what we was looking at, amen, as we studied, we looked at two dispensations. One of them was innocence, amen, and that was in the um, in the beginning of creation, amen, man was created in innocence. He knew what God wanted him to know, and that was it. But there came a time when man ate of what God told him not to eat of, amen. Beloved, sometimes we ask, how did man eat, amen? The Bible speaks of as he actually reached up and um, how she took the fruit. The woman took the fruit and she ate of it. That's how the Bible speaks of it. Praise God. And since the Bible speak of it that way, I want to share with you that that fruit was God's word. Amen. Praise God that God gave man um, divine instruction. Amen. That he could eat everything in the garden, but of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that he was not to eat of that. Amen. Praise God. That was divine instruction. In the dispensation of innocence, there was one thing that God told man not to do. Amen. Praise God. But man disobeyed God and did it anyway. And when man disobeyed God, the, there was a shift in dispensation, and the dispensation shifted from innocence to consciousness. Amen. And in the state of the dispensation of consciousness, God wanted to see what man would do with what he now knew. Amen. Praise God. And so, beloved, now we are moving on into God's judgment and the flood. Praise God. God's blueprint for escape, God announced some startling plans. A flood would destroy the entire world. Only Noah's family would escape the catastrophe and then repopulate the world. And so, beloved, this, this is Genesis 6. Amen. Praise God. If you want to read in the word of God concerning um, this portion of the study, which is God's judgment, and the flood, amen, we are reading concerning Noah, and you will find that in Genesis 6. Using the 18-inch cubit, the ark would be a monstrous 450 times, 75 times, 45 feet structure. Or if the great cubit of 22 to 25 inches was used, the ark would measure 600 times, 100 times, 60 feet. That is a large ark. The word ark is derived from Egyptian dialect, signifying a chest or a floating object. It was not intended for sailing or cruising. The ark was to float upon the surface of the water. Light and ventilation were furnished through a single window of unknown size, and there was one large door 
in the side. Most scholars believe that it could have taken anywhere from 40 years to 120 years to build the ark. Which animals were in the ark? Amen. We do know that Noah and his wife and his family, with his sons, was in the ark. Amen. But there was also animals in the ark. Modern taxonomy estimates there are about 1 million different species. However, over 95% have natural water habitat and could have existed outside of the ark. Ernst Marr, a leading taxonomist, lists a total of 17,600 species of mammals, birds, reptiles, and amphibians, many of which could also survive outside of the ark. The floor space on the ark measured approximately 33,000 to 750 square feet. On each deck, if the average animal were the size of a sheep on was the size of a sheep, one death would have provided adequate space. The Bible does not say that the animals were all full grown. What about dinosaurs? Dr. Henry Morris of the Institute for Creation Research believes that dinosaurs existed along with man. Job chapters 40 and 41 describes two enormous creatures, the behemoth and leviathan. And God created the great sea monsters, and this is Genesis 1.21. The Hebrew word used here is translated dragon. In other passages, so the scripture actually reads, God created great dragons. A worldwide flood was the, was the flood really universal or just local? Amen. And so, beloved, there was a worldwide flood, but um, some people do pose the question, was the flood universal or was this flood in Noah's day local? The biblical narrative describes a worldwide deluge. Otherwise, how could the waters have covered the highest mountains without overflowing to other unaffected areas? Geological studies also support a universal flood. Reports from France, England, Spain, Germany, Russia, China, the Aztec Indians, and Mexico, and many areas of the United States describe enormous mounds of skeletal animal remains. Most finds include many different types and sizes of animals, both carnivorous and herbivorous, all jammed together on the same elevation, indicating an attempt to find safety. Amen. So this tells us that when God destroyed the, the, the inhabitants of the earth by water, amen, praise God, that it was universal, that it was not local and geographical area. Amen. So now, beloved, let us look at Noah's Ark. And I did say that the reading for this teach is in Genesis 6. And Noah's Ark um, discovered since the 1940s, there have been reports that remains of the Ark are on Mount Ararat in Turkey. According to Genesis 8-4, this is where the Ark rested as the flood waters abated. Scientists and theologians have taken on the challenge to identify this ship-like object on the top of greater Iraq. 
some of the timbers resting in the ice pack at the 14,000-foot level are more than 100 feet long, hand-tooled, extremely hard, and saturated with pitch. The only logical explanation is that it floated there. Comparison between the days of Noah and the coming of Christ, Matthew 24, 37 through 39. Jesus compared existing world conditions at the time of his return to those of Noah's days. Amen. Praise God. And so Matthew chapter 24, verses 37 through 39 reads this. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And, beloved, I say that to say that we cannot be so overtaken, amen, with the things of this world. Praise God, amen. We are living in a time, amen, which, has, which is now and is to come, amen, praise God, that we should have ears to hear God's voice, amen, praise God. We should have a developed relationship. Noah was able to build that off because he had fellowship with God, amen. It, there was relationship between Noah and God, and when God spoke to Noah, praise God, Noah obeyed God, even though there was not no circumstances over the years that he built the ark, amen, that said that there was, that there was a need for the ark, amen. Noah believed God anyway, praise God, hallelujah. Noah believed God and he built the ark. Amen, as God required of him to do so. Praise God. And so, beloved, in the days of Noah, there was great wickedness. You find that in Genesis 6, 5. The earth was full of violence, Genesis 6, 11. Noah, a preacher of righteousness. You find that in Peter 2, 5. Amen. Beloved, don't be dismayed by the wickedness that you see in modern time because Jesus Christ himself compared the days of Noah, amen, to our modern times today. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. This does not mean that we stop living righteously, amen, or that we give in to the ways of the world. We're not going to do that, praise God. Amen. We want to be ready when he comes, amen. We want him to find faith in us, amen, when he returns. Noah and family... Um, was safe, Second Peter 2, 5, ungodly, ungodly was punished by the flood, evil men and seducers. You find that in 2 Timothy 3, 13, um, this is the, is the coming of Christ. Now, what we're doing, we're going to compare the days of Noah with the coming of Christ, great wickedness, Genesis 6, 5, evil men and seducers, 2 Timothy 3, 13, earth was full of violence, perilous times, for the coming of Christ, Noah, a preacher of righteousness, gospel will be preached in all the world. Amen. Praise God. Listen, the more wicked it gets, the more we ought to preach. Amen. Praise God. Noah and family saved, 2 Peter 2, 5, 
I'm going to say this. Me and my husband, we went to a barbecue in um, our community in North Carolina, and there was um, three other people that came and sat at the table with us, right? And then there was a man, he was coughing profusely, and then he said that his cough was from COVID, that he had the COVID and he just could not get rid of the cough. And so one of the women sitting at the table, she just got quiet. And so I said to him that by the power of Jesus Christ, you can be healed. You know, divine healing is your portion if you would just believe. Amen. Praise God. And I asked him, do he believe it? He said, no. And I said to him, well, if you don't believe, you cannot receive your healing. Amen. Praise God. But if you would only believe on what Jesus Christ had done at the cross, healing is yours. And he was 80-something years old. Praise God. And I pray that the word that I spoke I know that it penetrated his heart. I know that it's working. Amen. Praise God. I pray that God bring it back to his remembrance. Amen. Praise God. I pray that he want that healing so bad. Amen. That he say, I believe on Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Because, beloved, I'm here to tell you today that it is just that simple. Amen. Praise God. So was I concerned about not being ignorant to the fact that um, the course derived from COVID, but was I overly concerned? No, because God says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know that everything that was meant for evil, he is making it work for my good. Amen. Praise God. And when I thought about it, amen, when he first said that it was of COVID, amen, praise God, Um. The Lord, amen, the Holy Spirit immediately said to me, amen, praise God, nothing shall harm you. Amen. Nothing shall harm you. And so I sat right there and I ministered. Amen. After the Holy Spirit spoke those words to me, that nothing shall harm me, praise God. That was at God's word. Amen. That word was hot on the breath. Amen. Hot from eternity into time. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so I did not have nothing to fear. Amen. Praise God. I believe the word of God like Noah believed to build that ark. Amen. Praise God. Noah and family were safe. That's 2 Peter 2, 5. Saints spared, spared from the wrath. That's 1 Thessalonians, um, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. Ungodly punished by the flood. That's um, 2 Peter 3, 5 through 7. And ungodly punished by fire. 2 Peter 3, 5 through 7, listen, there shall be a final judgment, amen. The second lake of fire is real, amen, praise God. Listen, just like Noah's ark and that flood was real and God made that promise that he would never destroy the earth by the, the um, man by man or its inhabitants in the earth by water again, and he set the bow in the sky, that's why we see the rainbow, it is important to know the mind of God because sometimes we look at that rainbow and we don't even know what the rainbow means, praise God. But when I look at that rainbow, I rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. I don't care how hard it rain, when hurricane come, I know that God is not destroying the earth by water again. Amen. Praise God. It is not going to happen like that. Amen. But the Bible does speak of this second lake of fire. Amen. And we that are believers in Jesus Christ and his finished work at the cross, that we shall be spared from this. Amen. That's for the ungodly. Amen. That's for Satan and his imps. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so our faith in Jesus Christ turns back the wrath of God from us. 
Beloved, now we're going to look at the third dispensation. The first dispensation was innocence. The second dispensation was consciousness. And now the third dispensation is human government. Noah's covenant, Genesis 9, 8 through 17. Upon a cleansed earth, Noah's family began a new life. Wickedness and evil has been erased. Amen. Praise God. And so just as God said it, amen, I've been, God had gave me that word. I've been standing on that word, prophesying that word, preaching that word, speaking that word, declaring and decreeing that word. Praise God that God shall do just what he said. Amen. He's no respecter of person. Praise God. He did, he did just what he said he was going to do. With, Excuse me, when he told Adam, amen, not to eat of the fruit of the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil, he died spiritually instantly. God did just what he said. Praise God, when evil waxed worse in the earth, and he told Noah to build that boat because how he was going to destroy everything by water, God did just what he said. And he established his covenant with, with um, Noah and his family, and all the inhabitants to come. And, beloved, God is still doing just what he said. Amen? Hallelujah, Jesus. God is a promise keeper. Praise God. Amen? He he watches over his word, and he hastens to perform it. Amen? So Genesis chapter 9, verses 8 through 17 says, And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, and I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you and with every living creature that is with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the token of the covenant which I make for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Amen. Praise God. So every time I see that rainbow, amen, it reminds me of the covenant that God has with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God for remembering and for reminding us. Amen. Hallelujah of his goodness and his love and his kindness. Praise God. Amen. And so Noah's three sons multiplied. From Noah's son Shem, Japheth, and Ham, the entire world was repopulated. Beloved, we just might as well say we related. Amen. Praise God. If God destroyed everything in the flood and there was no one left but Noah, his wife, and his children, amen, and the Bible is telling us that Shem, Japheth, and Ham, amen, through them, the entire earth was repopulated. They are brothers. Praise God. Amen. That would make us all related. Hallelujah, Jesus. Genesis chapter 9, verses 18 through 19, and the sons of Noah that went forth from the ark were Shem and Ham, and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. There are These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Beloved, let's look at the curse. Curse and blessings divide Noah's family. Genesis chapter 9, verses 18 through 27. As life began anew on earth, Noah began farming from the fruit of his vineyard. 
he became intoxicated and lay naked in his tent. While in this shameful state, his son Ham mocked his father's nakedness instead of covering him. When Noah awoke and learned of Ham's behavior, he made some amazing predictions. Noah exposed the lustful tendencies of Ham and his son Canaan while exalting Japheth and Shem. Let us look at Genesis chapter 9, verse 25. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him, and he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. Beloved, this is why I tell you out of your mouth you speak what? Life and death blessings and curses, and the Bible says that you shall eat the fruit thereof. You have to be careful what you proclaim out of your mouth in anger, amen, praise God, in whatever state that you may be in, amen, praise God, because the Bible says life and death is the power of the tongue, amen. The Bible tells us that blessings and curses are spoken by the tongue, word curses, amen, and that we shall eat the fruit thereof. And so when we constantly proclaiming over our life that we broke, Are you going to eat that fruit? I know I'm not broke. If I don't have two nickels to rub together, I am joint co-heir with Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. I am his joint and co-heir. Amen. In Christ there is no lack. God promised to meet my every need. Amen. Praise God. Because I have a seed in the ground and resources in heaven, I will never be broke. Uh, Hallelujah, Jesus. And so, beloved, we have to be mindful of what we proclaim over our life, praise God, amen. There's a lot of things that we can say. Why not learn what God is saying and prophesy what he is saying, amen, praise God. That doesn't change what is, amen, what is, is, praise God. But when you prophesy what is, what is not, you can speak those things that are not as if they are, and the Bible says that they shall establish, amen, that they shall be, amen, praise God. And so, beloved, we have to grow up in this thing. We have to stop speaking with our natural eyes see, because that's what a lot of us do. We just speak with the natural eyes see, praise God, amen, hallelujah. But what we need to speak is God's mind toward us, amen. We speak what we feel. Praise God. We feel sick. We say we sick. Praise God. But if you will prophesy the mind of God, uh, amen, listen, sometimes it takes a travel verbally and mentally to get there, huh? but you have to proclaim that divine health is my portion. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I'm not broke because divine provision is my portion, amen. Uh, I just got to go beyond myself, uh, beyond my human limitations. I may be limited, but God has a provision for me. uh, And I know the way he did it for Adam, the way he did it for Noah, the way he did it for David, praise God, uh, amen. Even the way, hallelujah, Jesus, uh, amen. He did it for all of those in the world, for Sarah, amen, praise God, hallelujah. The way he did it for the prophetess Deborah, amen, beloved, he shall do it for you. For God is no respecter of person, amen, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But we have to be mindful of what we're declaring. Amen. Praise God. We have to be mindful of what it is that we are speaking. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stop speaking what you see. 
Start speaking what you feel. We're not governed by our emotions. Amen. Praise God. God said, I sent my word in it. Heal. I sent my word in it. Say, I sent my word and my words in it. Huh? If you would just speak the word of God. Huh? The word of God is your exit out of any situation in every circumstance. Hallelujah. The word of God is your elevation. Amen. Praise God. I'm excited about it on tonight, beloved. And Genesis 9, 25 says, And Noah awoke from his wine, and he knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Curse, and I'm mindful of what I say over my children in anger. Amen. Praise God. Because sometimes you could think a thing. Amen. Praise God. Especially when they pissed you off. But, beloved, you got to learn how to cast down the, the imagination because those are your generations. And you are building a house. Hallelujah. You are building a house. You want to prophesy God's mind for them. This don't mean that you can't correct them, that your rod, that you shouldn't use your rod and your staff. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But you got to prophesy and proclaim what you want it to be, amen, what God says that it shall be, amen, hallelujah. So Genesis 9, 25 says, And Noah woke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. And he said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Beloved, you're not just a parent for no reason. Amen. Praise God whether you be my spiritual children or my physical, natural children. Amen. Praise God. Listen, when nobody don't hear me, I'm prophesying. Amen. I'm prophesying you're going through and you're coming out. I'm prophesying your breakthrough, your elevation. Amen. I'm prophesying, hallelujah, your promotion, hallelujah. Amen. A parent got the grace and the power to prophesy. Amen. Praise God to declare a blessing. Amen. All curse. Amen. And so we have to be mindful of what we said. So Ham was cursed because of how he treated Noah in his nakedness. Listen, love covers, beloved. Amen. Praise God. Sometimes people will know things about you, and instead of covering you, they will expose you. Amen. What will you gain from exposing this? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. What will you gain? Amen. Praise God. And so we have to be mindful on how we treat each other. Amen. Praise God. What we treat each other is a, is a, is a direct um, contact between us and God. How do we see God? Amen. Praise God. God said that if we don't love, how can we say that we love him if we don't love our brother that we see every day? Isn't that what the word of God says? So we're going to move on to the beginning of, of nations and languages. Amen. The beginning of nations. Before we move on to the beginning of nations and languages, beloved, do you have any questions, amen, concerning us being in the dispensation of government now? Amen. This is God setting his government and his order in place with his people. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Before um, he did speak that the wages of sin was death, he told Adam that if you disobey my word, amen, praise God, if you do what I told you not to do, that you will surely die. That took place. Amen. Praise God. And so now God has established his government so that man will know his heart. Amen. Praise God. And so the beginning of nations and languages. The beginning of nations and languages, the 10th chapter of Genesis records the table of nations and stands alone in ancient literature to explain distribution of people according to a 
genealogical framework, this accurate document is without peril is without parallel among literature of any other ancient people. Most of the names and the roots given have been substantiated by archaeological discoveries in the past century. Shem, Ham, and Jasper. The family of Shem moved eastward to Asia and Assyria. The sons of Japheth, now these are Noah's sons, settled primarily in the north and west in Europe. They were still related. Amen. The sons of Ham migrated southward to the warmer climates in Arabia and the continent of Africa. The dispersion at Babel, and that's Genesis 11, 1 through 9. I'm going to read Genesis um, 11, 3 through 8. And they said one to another, go to let us make brick and burn. Let us read um, Genesis 11. Let us just pull that up. Anybody have that? I could just read it here. Let me just read it like this. Genesis 11, 3 through 8. And they said one to another, go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. And they said, go to let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name, want to make a name for themselves. Amen. Beloved, we have to be careful with wanting to make a name for ourselves. Amen. The name that we glorify. Amen. The, when, we, when our good deeds are done, we want the name of Jesus Christ to be glorified. Amen. And so they wanted to make a name for themselves. Amen. God will make your name great. Amen. Let God make it great for you. Amen. And so it says, go let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. Wasn't it God's will that man be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and be scattered, replenish the whole earth? be scattered amongst the earth, praise God. And so they did not want that. Now, this right here is the first, I should say, the first organized rebellion. This is the first organized rebellion. I was going to say the first organized rebellion after the flood. The first rebellion was with um, Adam. Cain rebelled in the dispensation of consciousness. This is the dispensation of government, government, and we see that they are organized. Amen, praise God. This is an organized rebellion. Amen. Praise God. This is a people. It's not just one person. Amen. And it says here, scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people are one. Beloved, this is why it's important that we be unified. Amen. Praise God. And listen, if we if we can't agree on everything, we should be able to agree about Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. We should be able to agree about the advancement of the kingdom. We should be of one mind and one spirit in him. Amen. God is saying that who can stop these people? They are of one tongue. Amen. And they are unified. Praise God. This is how the body of Christ needs to be. Amen. And so it says, and the Lord came down to see and the tower which the children of men builded, and the Lord said, Behold, the people are one, and they have all one language, and this they 
begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to let us go down and there confound their language. If you want to know where all the other different dialects came from, before man spoke with one tongue, one language, praise God. But God came down and he confounded their languages. This is where the different dialects come from. I tell you that Genesis is a book of beginnings. Amen, praise God. That they may not understand one another's speech. This is how tribes came about because they had to go with people that they understood, amen, and they had to build with those people, habitat with those people, amen. Beloved, I'm going to tell you why having an understanding is so important. My granddaughter woke up, and she went running to her mother. This is Malia, and she was crying, and she said, Mommy, I had a nightmare. And so her mother said, tell me about this nightmare you had, because Nakia, she interpret dreams. So she said, Malia, tell me about this nightmare you have. Malia is six years old. She said, you were speaking Spanish, and I could not understand you because she did not have an understanding to her it was a nightmare. We go through life every day, some of us, without an understanding, amen, of God's plan or his purpose, amen. Don't you know you live in a nightmare when you're not in tune with God? Amen. Praise God. She called it a nightmare because there was no understanding. Amen. I thought that that was so prophetic. I thought that was so profound. And so Nakia said, Malia, you called that a nightmare? Mommy, you were speaking Spanish and I could not understand you. Praise God. Amen. Beloved, God wants you. He said, in all that getting, get wisdom. Wisdom is a principal thing. But he said, in all that getting, get an understanding. Now, when a child can understand that she needs an understanding, amen, praise God, we should understand that we need an understanding, amen? I thought that that was so profound, amen, praise God, amen. Wisdom is a principal thing, but in all by getting, get an understanding. Beloved, if you don't understand, that ought to be a nightmare, amen, praise God. You ought to seek God till you get an understanding, amen? Hallelujah, Jesus. And so... Lord said, Behold, the people are one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Go to let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city, so the city they did not build. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Amen. Listen, God's purpose and plan for man is going to come forth. Even if he has to come down and do it himself, God does come down. The, the word of God says that he came down to see what man was doing. He came down to see what man was up to. Amen. And so, beloved, we're going to move on to Abraham, father of the faithful. Amen. Praise God. Before we move on to Abraham, do anybody have any questions concerning Noah, the ark, the dispensation? of um, government, that, that is the third dispensation, and um, 
Praise God. Do anyone have any questions concerning anything? The confounding of languages, the Tower of Babel, the first organized revolt against God. That was the first organized revolt. Okay, so we're going to move on since we don't have any questions. Beloved, remember this is discipleship course and we are going to do the Bible. Amen? Abraham, father of the faithful. Abraham, father of the faithful, at Babel, all mankind seemingly rebelled toward God. The knowledge of God was apparently so limited that no one believer is mentioned until Abraham. Why would God withdraw from the human race in general and deal with merely one person? Here are three reasons. God designed the Hebrew nation to be a vault of safekeeping for his word and his holy oracles. The Hebrew nation would provide a channel through which the Redeemer would come to earth. Through Christ, God's blessing would flow to all the earth. Israel was appointed to witness to all nations about the beautiful life God had intended for them. Israel was to exemplify an ideal nation of happy, healthy, prosperous, peaceful people. They would testify that sin, sickness, poverty, hunger, and discord are all from Satan, not God. Amen? And so, beloved, I love that. Amen? Praise God. We have to know God's mind toward us. Listen, sometimes he will allow these things to take place. Amen? Just like he allowed the man to be blind from birth. Amen? But God said that this is not because his mother sinned or his father sinned, but he said it was for what? For his glory. Amen? Praise God. And so, beloved, some of the things that we go through is for God's glory. Amen? Praise God. He, he shall get the glory. Amen? The covenant promises. Let us go to Genesis chapter 12, 1 to 3, 15 and 6. The Hebrew word for covenant comes from a verb signifying to cut or divide, suggesting the custom of making an incision where blood flows. Covenants between men were common and sacred, but to cut a covenant with God was unprecedented. Because of their covenant and strong relationship, Abraham was the only one in the Old Testament called the friend of God. Before officially entering into a covenant, Abram and Sarah received new names, Abraham and Sarah. Genesis 12, 1-3. Now the Lord has, sold, has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Amen. Praise God. This is the covenant that God made with Abram. Amen. God spoke to Abram. Abram heard. Amen. Praise God. Abram did not only hear, but Abram also obeyed. And so it was accounted unto Abraham righteousness. Why? Because he believed God. Amen. And so, beloved, our faith should have action. Amen. Praise God. We just can't say that we believe and don't do nothing. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I tell you, the redeemed of the Lord ought to say so. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so Genesis 15 and 6 says, and he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. When Abraham pledged his life to God 
in this covenant, he received some blessings. Amen. His descendants would inherit the country of Canaan as an everlasting possession. He would be given extensive prosperity with descendants as numerous as the sand and stars. Now, this is Abram and Sarah, and his wife was barren for, what, 90 years? Amen. Praise God. But God yet made a promise. Amen. And, beloved, I am still standing on that word that God shall do just what he said. Amen. Praise God. Because, listen, he did what he said that he was going to do, and his promise to Abram and to Sarah. Beloved, if you have noise in your background, just mute your phone so that your background noise does not disrupt the um, discipleship course. Thank you. Through him would emerge a spiritual seed, Jesus Christ, through whom all families of the earth would be blessed. Amen. Beloved, can you tell me how through um, Abram came the seed of Christ and how we are all blessed through Jesus? Do anyone know how we are all blessed through Jesus? Well, beloved, I'm going to tell you, we are blessed through him because he is the seed of, he is the seed of Eve, amen, that will bring about her deliverance. Praise God, amen. He is that seed, even though he came through Abram line. Praise God. It is through Christ. It wasn't Cain. It wasn't Abel. It wasn't Seth. That prophecy was 40 and two generations, amen, it took. For the due season for Jesus to come in. Amen. Praise God. And Jesus coming in. Amen. Praise God. He went as a lamb to the slaughter. It was the tearing of his skin and the shedding of his blood. Amen. That was used to purchase our sin debt. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That we would be in right standing with God. And beloved, it wasn't just his sacrifice at the cross. Amen. Praise God. Because remember, he had to fulfill the law. In his living in those 33 years, he walked upright. Everything that he did fulfilled the law, the Mosaic law. So the law had its own righteousness. The problem with the law, well, was no problem with the law. The problem was with man. The problem was that man could not fulfill the entirety of the law to receive the righteousness that the law had. But Jesus did. He fulfilled the entirety of the law, and the righteousness of the law was his, amen, rightfully because he fulfilled the entirety of it, and he died, gave, he sacrificed his life, gave it up willingly, amen, that we would have the right to the tree of life, amen, that we can have eternal life, that we could be in right standing with God. So through him would emerge a spiritual seed, which is Jesus Christ, through whom all families of the earth, through whom all families of the earth will be blessed. He would have abundant financial um, prosperity. And so Abraham wasn't broke. Amen. Praise God. Abraham was a friend of God. Beloved, I consider myself a friend of God. Why? Because God called me friend. Amen. I didn't just pop up and say I'm his friend. Amen. Praise God. God called me friend. If you look at the website, amen, when the first vision that he birthed through me was the youth explosion vision, and at the end of that, he called me friend. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I journaled that. I journaled that. Praise God. 
and it's on the website for all to see. He, he called me friend, praise God. Amen. And he said, he, he let me to know that you are no longer a servant. Amen. Because a servant knows not the master's business. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, Abraham was a friend of God, and God put him in on his plan when he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Praise God. When you are a friend of God, God will put you in his business. He will reveal things to you before it happens. Amen. But, beloved, you have to have ears to hear. You can't be saying, no, I'm bugging. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Get in the word. Seek God. Amen. Pray. Believe God. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray. Amen. Hallelujah. If you don't do nothing else, pray. Cry for mercy. Hallelujah. When God begins to show you these things. Amen. And so Abraham was commanded to perform a ceremonial ritual called circumcision. Genesis 17, 10 through 14. This is my covenant, which ye shall keep between me and you, thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. Every man child... Excuse me. Every man child in your generations, he that is born in the house or brought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed, must needs be. So everyone in Abraham's house, the stranger habitating with him, amen, any, any servants in his house, they all had to be circumcised, amen, must needs be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh, for an everlasting covenant, and the uncircumcised man, child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He have broken my covenant. God is very serious about his covenant, beloved. Amen? Amen. Gentiles become Abram ears. Gentiles become Abraham ears. Beloved, we're going to stop here where the Gentiles become Abraham is. Amen. Praise God. And when, but I do want to touch on that really quick. When this speak of the Gentiles become Abraham is, we talk about by faith. Because when we read Genesis 6 concerning Noah, when God destroyed all of the earth, amen, by water, amen, the Bible tells us that he repopulated the whole earth through Noah's sons, which was Ham, Japheth, and Shem, right? And so that makes us all related. Praise God. Amen. And so, but now it's saying, it, it, that means that the Gentiles had to come through Ham and Shem and Japheth and, and Canaan. Amen. And Shem, right? And so, but now it's saying Gentiles will come Abraham is. Listen, when we speak about this, we're talking about by faith. Amen. It's one thing to be connected to someone by blood, amen. I have children that I birthed out, amen, praise God. God allowed my, he, he blessed my womb, and he allowed me to be fruitful, and I gave birth to two children, amen, praise God. Those are my children. But and then, if you were to read the website, God told me that I would be surrogate for him, amen, and that the seed would not be my seed but his, amen. He had explained that surrogacy to me. So there's daughters and sons, even you, that I have birthed out, amen, spiritually, amen, and, and we are the spiritual seed of Abraham, amen, praise God. 
By faith, by faith, by faith, amen. We are not the children of the bondwoman, amen, which is Hagar, amen, Ishmael, but we are the children of the free, which is Sarah, amen. Praise God, Sarah. Why? Because we believe, amen. We believe in the seed of Abraham, which is Jesus Christ, that blessed us. We believe that, amen. Praise God. And through Christ, our faith in him, makes us the child of Abraham by faith. So every blessing, every promise that God promised to Abraham is my blessing. Why? Because I'm Abraham's child by faith. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And everyone, all of Abraham's children, the Jew, all of them, all of all of Jacob's children have to come by faith. If they don't come by this way, they shall be Lord. Amen. Praise God. Listen, God has even used the Gentile who, who now believe, amen, to preach the gospel, amen, to the Jew that is still waiting for his first event. Amen. Praise God. They waiting for the first event when he done came and went and he shall come again. Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, this is why we have to be bold with the proclamation of the gospel. Amen. God says that he would rather that no soul perish. Amen. And so we have to be bold and steadfast, amen, that no one would perish, amen, praise God. And they may not even believe at, at your first preach, beloved, but you better know that you planted a seed or you watered something. You planted a seed or you watered something, amen? Amen, praise God, praise God. And so, beloved, we're going to end here and we're going to start up again Next week on the Gentile becomes Abraham ears. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to ask um, Brother Golden tonight that you do the altar call. And after Brother Golden do the altar call, we're going to move forward with our shears. Amen. All right. Father God, I ask right now anyone who uh, is lost in a sinner, that they come forward and just give it all to you. Now, Father God, that if they want to join Cornerstone Deliverance Church, that they please come forward and hear the Lord's Prayer and hereby express what I'm about to say. Lord Jesus, I want to experience your mercy today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me to pay the price for my sins. I admit I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, and I'm inviting you to be mine right now. Come into my life. If you believe in what I just said, you shall be saved. doesn't matter what you did in the past. Tonight you can start a new beginning by joining Cornerstone Deliverance Church. If you want to get in contact with someone here on how to join the church, our Father has a friends will give you all the information. But if you believe in that prayer and your eternal life will be, once you have died, will begin. And while you're here on earth, you will have eternal blessings. So please come forward right now. Give your life to Christ. Believe in that Lord's Prayer said, and you shall be saved. You shall move forward. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen, beloved. And as Brother Golden said, all you have to do is believe. 
on Jesus Christ and his finished work at the cross, and it is just that simple. Amen. We are Cornerstones of the Living Church, as I said earlier. Amen. Praise God. We welcome you. Those of you whose heart was pricked, or you may have found yourself in backfilling and state and you just want to repent and be in right standing with God again, amen, you can reach us through the website, www.cornerstonedelivingchurch.com. You can even call us at 800-373-6948. If you follow the prompts there, it will lead you to different extensions, amen. 801 is for our North Carolina and New York division. Division, amen, praise God. And 814 is for the Dallas, Texas division. And 815 is for the Georgia division. Amen, praise God. And so wherever you may be, we have somebody somewhere, amen. And even if you are in none of those divisions, amen, praise God, reach out to us anyway, amen, because you have to learn how to live this new life, amen. The Bible says anyone that is born of Christ, he is a new creature, amen. Mm-hmm a new creation, amen, and so the life that you once lived, you can't continue to live life like that, amen, and and how we change living that life is that we must transform our mind, amen, we must come to know God's mind toward us, and so we give you the invitation to continue to sup with us, to join us in services, Bible studies, amen, we receive you with loving, open arms, praise God, and we bless God for you today, amen. Amen. Praise God. And so, beloved, on tonight, I would like to know if anybody wants to share tonight concerning the lesson, um, the teach that was taught tonight concerning, uh, we did touch on the dispensation of government, and we touched on a host of other things. Amen. Praise God. Even with Noah, amen, even though God provided a way of escape for Noah in that ark, he still had to go through that storm. Amen. Praise God. Noah had to go through it just like everything else, but God just put him in an ark of safety. And, beloved, we have to come to know that we are in the ark of safety. We are wrapped up and tied up in Jesus as he is in us, as he is in God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Threefold protection. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We are all right, and God shall do just what he said. And so I just want to release the line for Anyone that wants to share tonight based on what blessed them or what stood out to them, amen, or any any revelation that they may have, we're going to start with Brother Golden tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, have a good one, buddy. Hello? Yes, Brother Golden, are you sharing tonight? Yes, I just want to say a little bit of time I got on here, which I saw not to come, but I said, no, I'm going to go ahead and show up. Amen. Like 20 minutes I have um, here. But a little bit I heard, it was definitely moving. And from what it sounded like, a little bit I heard that you need to really know that we are all, by grace, saved by the Lord. In terms of, you know, knowing that we're sons, like you said, to Abraham and Israel by faith. And so, you know, with that, that lets me know that we're truly all brothers and sisters in Christ and that we should definitely have a God pay love for one another, like we always say. 
when we um leave each other here and we come on the line daily. I mean, um, once a week at Bible study. And also, you know, it talked about circumcision. I thought that was interesting tonight how God said we all will be circumcised. Uh, you know, the reason for that and why. Um, I thought that was interesting. And, you know, we really went deep into it, like a little bit of about how we should know why God, you know, pretty much to me, died for his sins by, by, by the blood of Christ and how he um, gave his life to uh, not only knowing the word, but also through circumcision, you know, <laughs> which we still practice today, circumcision. So, you know, I know it's your choice. You don't have to get circumcised. But uh, I'm glad, you know, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it that I, my family chose circumcision and many others, and I passed it on. So, you know, you just have to just uh, realize that uh, why and what for what reason we had that. So for those interesting a little bit of time on here, what I learned tonight. That's all I have to say. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And that was truly a good share. And remember, the covenant that God had with Abraham was a covenant of physical circumcision. Now that our faith is in Christ, amen, I believe that that circumcision shows the origination of where the circumcision of the foreskin of the man came from. Amen. Praise God. God initiated it with Abraham. Amen. And it was covenant. And But now the circumcision that we have with our faith is in Christ is a spiritual circumcision, and that is him cutting, that is a cutting away at the heart. Amen. He gives us a new heart. Amen. Praise God. And so in Christ now, our circumcision is not, our covenant is not a physical circumcision of the foreskin, but it's a spiritual circumcision, which what God does by way of his spirit, and he cuts away, he gives us a new heart. Amen. Praise God. That's the circumcising of the heart of man. Amen. Is anyone else sharing tonight? Hi. I'm driving. I will uh, share. How are you doing, woman of God? Amen. I'm good. Thank you. Amen. Um, so through, you know, all my difficulties since 2020, uh, I started, you know, having these attacks and health issues. But um, one thing that God revealed to me um, is that I should not worry and that he sealed me like an ark. And that nothing that was attacking me was going to actually harm me. And um, that's one of the, you know, the the blessings of being you know, a child of God and having Jesus with us every day is that he opens doors that no man can open and he shuts doors that no man can shut. So we are sealed, we are in his ark, and we are protected. And nothing out of his will will ever come to pass. Everything is in the palm of his hands, our future and the, the story of Genesis, you know, the Noah's Ark is um, very close to me because I feel 
that God put me in that ark and shut me down, and I don't know how I'm doing what I'm doing and surviving what I'm surviving. It can only be Jesus. So that's my observation, and that was a word that God gave it to me, you know, two years ago. So I Mm. live by that, and I believe. I believe. Amen. Because all you have to do is believe. So we keep believing for great results because that's all what is required. It's a little mustard seed. So he works, and he's amazing, and his promises are true. So I hold on to that. And I pray Amen. for my daughter to be shut in, you know, in his ark as well and Amen. be protected. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, Sister Simone, you said that you believe in for great results because you don't know how you're able to do what you do with all that you're going through. I believe that you're receiving great results. Amen. The fact that he's able to keep you through it all and that he's not allowing this thing to destroy you. Amen. Praise God. And you're still able to function. Amen. I believe that that is a great result. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you can still keep believing for the fullness of the promise. Amen. But we do know that his grace is sufficient. In the midst of whatever it is that we may be going through, that God's grace is sufficient. And now that right there is a real-time testimony. Amen. Amen. For right now, today. Amen. Praise God. In the same way, He shut Noah in the ark in that evil day when he had rendered judgment on the earth and man. Amen. Praise God. He keeps us. Amen. That was one of the prayers that Jesus prayed in John 17. If you were to read the Gospel of John, chapter 17, Jesus prayed for the disciples. And he didn't just pray for the disciples that walked with him. He also prayed for those that were here the gospel, and believe. Amen. Praise God. So that's us. Amen. Amen. And he he prayed to God that he would keep us in the world, but keep us from the evil in the world. Amen. Praise God. And so that's divine protection. Amen. I'm talking about Jesus prayed. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so I believe that there's not a wickedness that can form that is going to prosper against us. Amen. Praise God. Because even if we leave, leave this life, amen, we, we may be absent from the body, but we present with God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. 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 And so that is something to be excited about. And the Bible amen. just say that the times that we are living in today, at the time of Jesus Christ coming back, shall be at the time of Noah. That saying, listen, we are seeing that wickedness now. With the things that, oh, the laws that are being passed, the foolery, the foolishness, there are a few states that are shutting things down. Amen. Praise God. And they're not allowing certain things to take place. I believe that it was um, um, Gabrielle Union and her husband, they left the state of Florida because they shifted their law. Amen. Praise God. And they was not going to allow certain things to take place. And so, listen, you have to make, we have to stand up for Christ. Amen? We have to stand up for righteousness, and we have to live what we say we believe. Amen? Praise God. Amen? You know, and that's from the pulpit to the door. Amen? Praise God. And so I just really thank God for just 
being able to go through the Bible again and, you know, just allow for those teachings to relate to our life today. Sister Simone, did you have something else that you want to share? I just want to say I I always know that um, no matter how, you know, difficult my situation is with my daughter and, you know, what her choices are and being 24 and, uh, you know, not truly, fully being born again. Of course, she believes and she knows Jesus, but it's hard to obey Jesus. And I told her, you know, believing and obeying is together. It comes together, you know. But um, I know the Lord says that he's going to save me and my offspring because I'm his servant and he will put her in the ark. So I know that she's coming with me and she will be in the ark of salvation. So I keep praying, you know, for her salvation. And I ask everyone to continue praying for her. Well, woman of God, I'm going to tell you this. Amen. That that praying, faith, believing. I, I believe I gave this testimony before. We weren't born walking right. Yeah. Even even when our faith was in Jesus, we had to learn how to obey him. And yeah. so just like we had to learn, we had to develop. Listen, we weren't born spiritually crawling, you know, holding yeah. up our head. We wasn't born like that. We were Amen. born babes, a new creature, new creation, and we had to learn. Amen? Amen. And one thing I do know about Stephanie Christine, she believed. I know that yeah. God had given her a dream. And she yes. went forth, forth, forth for that dream to come come to pass. Amen. That's when we had that service over there on the water. Amen. In Suffolk County, praise God. That was a powerful service. And God moved by his spirit at that service. Amen. And so she says she believed. I believe that she do believe. But may she God does. grow her up in her spiritual walk. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says that all we have to do is to believe and we are saved. Amen. Amen. Sometimes Amen. the body of Christ, we can be a little quirky in our walk. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And so Amen. I remember one time God spoke to me. It was early in the morning. He said, pray for my people. And it was so strange. And so it made me ask him, well, God, who was your people? And so yes. when I asked him who was his people, that that day, throughout the day, I was praying for people, and the people that I was praying for, I was saying, Lord, ain't nowhere in the world that one is yours, you know? And so that <laughs> let me to know that I don't know who's his. Amen. Praise God. Amen. No one can judge another man's servant. Amen. I, Amen. I, me knowing who belongs to God is a need-to-know basis. God know who is his. And so that humbled me. Yes. It humbled me to the point where... You know, God, if you say that they're yours, they're yours. You send them and you say that they're yours, you know, I'm just here to serve. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I'm here to serve your purpose. Amen. I'm here Amen. to pray. I'm here to, to um, bless your people, teach your people, edify your people. Amen. Praise God. Train your people. Amen. Whatever it is that you would have for me to do as you train me. Amen. As God trains me, as he, you know, so then I. I thank him, amen, for the mercy that he had on my life, amen, praise God. And so I'm very careful because remember, beloved, we are not sinners because of what we do, amen. We, that's not how we became sinners. We were sinners because of what Adam did. And so the fruit of the sin we see in our behavior, 
This is why the Bible tells us to transform our minds. Don't conform to the ways of the world. Amen? And so if you don't renew your mind, if your mind don't change, then your actions ain't going to change. Your behavior is not going to change. Amen? Praise God. So I pray that God renew Stephanie's mind. Amen? That he graces her in the renewing of her mind. Amen? Praise God that he give her a love right. and an appetite for his word. Amen? Praise God that she seek after him. Amen? That he calls a name that he, she could run after him. Amen? Praise God. And not just Stephanie, but my children, Nikia and Asia. Amen? Praise God. Malia, Messiah, and Micah. Amen? Praise God. Tatisha, mm-hmm. Ashley, Desiree. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Everyone that God has ever sent to Cornerstone Deliverance Church, amen, that we continue to run after him because, beloved, amen, this this race ain't run run by the swift. Amen. We got to endure to the end. Amen. Praise God. That means every day we got to wake up and we have to choose Jesus. Amen. Amen. And beloved, believe it or not, you're not just waking up and saying, okay, I choose Jesus today. You choosing him in every decision that you make. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I made a decision the other day, and I had to repent. Lord, I repent. Please forgive me, for I have sinned against you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We have to be mindful of our choices. Beloved, we have to choose love in every choice. Amen. Praise God. We have to choose love in every choice. Because sometimes we can get stubborn, prideful. We can get set in our ways. Amen. Someone that is set in their ways, that's stubbornness. The Bible says that, what did he say about stubbornness? Amen. I'm going to read this, amen, from the word. Stubbornness is as the sin of witchcraft. Let me pull it up. I'm going to give you all this scripture. Amen. 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 So I realized that I don't pronounce certain things over myself. Amen. I remember, I think it was me and Desiree, we was going, I was taking her to um, a service. Amen. And while we was in the car, she kept saying how stubborn she was. But when we got there, Bishop Ray Bryant said, he said the scripture, 1 Samuel 15:23, And her and I, we just looked at each other because he wasn't in the car with us. But he was all, God put him in the business. He wasn't in a car, but clearly he knew the conversation. Amen? And so 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23 says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. This is rebellion. It's as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Amen? And so when we are set in our ways and we're not open for change, and Jesus is the catalyst of change, beloved, what is that? That's iniquity. That's sin and idolatry. Amen. Amen. Listen, when we hear the voice of God, we got to be ready to shift. Amen. Praise God. The voice of God should shift you. Divine instruction should make you change your direction. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So I don't say I'm stubborn. Amen. Praise God. And if those words come out of my mouth, I repent. Because remember what was said today, out of your mouth, you speak life and death, blessings and curses. Amen. Amen. You declaring these things over you. And the Bible says that you shall eat the fruit thereof. And so we have to be slow to speak sometime. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to be very mindful of what we say. We have to discern our own thoughts and cast down imaginations and pull down strongholds. Don't let certain things come out of your mouth. 
Amen. I wasn't feeling good. Amen. I had taken me some cell power and, you know, and I, and I said, wow, this thing, you know, has caused for things to happen that I thought that was uh, that I was done with. And so I wasn't feeling so good, amen? But, you know, I was. I said divine health is my portion in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I got up. I showered. I got on my Peloton. Amen. Praise God. Showered again right. and cooked breakfast and got out All and right. did some things that I needed to do. Amen. Pray, right. I, I ain't got no time to be a slave to sickness. Amen. Praise God. Divine health is my portion. Body, get up. Don't lay down for the devil. Get up. Amen. We got things to do. We got souls to be a witness to. Amen. Release that devil. Amen. Get rid of it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Just don't let him lord over you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that's what these things come. These things want you to bow and serve it. Amen. That's what... That's what the um, the, um what should I what should I say? I don't want to say fear, cause fear terror wants you to bow down and serve it. Oh no, we ain't serving you. God did not give us the spirit of fear. We don't submit to the spirit of terror. He gave us power, sound mind, and love. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. And this is how we're gonna rise up above it. Amen. Just like Abram did in his day. And um, Noah did in his day. Amen. Praise God. So shall we do. God is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And beloved, he shall do just what he said. Amen. Praise God. I've been prophesying that thing, proclaiming that thing after Brother Golden led prayer on Wednesday night, and I came up behind him. It was evident that God was going to do just what he said. Brother Golden didn't know my child was about to exit. She was going to another state. Um, to serve as an engineer for um, three months in the laboratory. And I said, you know, I had to lay hands on her before she left. I said, Brother Golden, take over the prayer. He was praying, too. Praise God. I thank God for the man of God. That, and I mean, he prayed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I tell you, God does it. Amen. Praise God. This is the importance of us coming together and being ready. Amen. Ready to be used. Amen. This is why we have Bible study. When we pray, we pray the word of God. In order to pray his word, you got to know the word. Amen. Hallelujah. In order to pray his mind, you got to know his mind. Amen. Amen. Amen, beloved. So I thank everybody for their shares. Is there anyone else on the line that wants to share that did not share? I don't want to leave anybody out. Okay, beloved, if there is no one else, amen. Beloved, we are Cornerstone Delivered Church. If, if you desire to be a blessing, you should desire to be a blessing to the work of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to take that if out. For you to be a blessing to the work of Jesus Christ, you can um, give a donation monetarily through our website, www.cornerstonedeliveredchurch.com, through the cash app, dollar sign, CSCC12, through the Zelle Cornerstone Delivered Church at gmail.com or through the church app, amen, which is Cornerstone Delivered Church in your Google Play Store or Apple Store, or you can endorse a check or a money order, endorse it to Cornerstone Delivered Church, and you should um, send it to P.O. Box 1143, Eden 10, that's E D E N T O N, North Carolina 27932, amen. 
And the reason why I took the if out, because the Bible says that we should not come before the Lord empty-handed. Look it up for yourself. We should not come before the Lord empty-handed. Amen. Praise God. When we come together and we gather in his name, amen, he is in our midst. Amen. We're not just, I'm not coming just to see Sister Simone, Brother Golden, Prophet Margaret Cavanaugh, Evangelist Mother Roberts, amen, Minister Mother Harris, amen. I'm not coming just to see y'all, praise God. It's good to be in fellowship with y'all, but I know that when we come together because we are the church, God is in the midst of us. Amen. Praise God. So I'm here for the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm here for him and all that he could release, however it is that he would see fit to bless us. Amen. Amen, beloved. Amen. So eternal Father, we thank you for all those that you have moved upon their heart to give. We ask that you bless them according to your word as it is written, O God. My God, prosper their seed, O oh God, multiply it, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let your blessing fall upon them, your blessing that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow, in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we give the offering unto you that you may bless it, that you may multiply it, O oh God, and let it be furnished for every good work, O oh God, whatever it is that you would have for us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, I'm going to release the line to Sister Simone so she could pray us out. Father God, we thank you for today's discipleship. We thank you for our fellowship and for learning the word. We thank for Apostle Asia and everyone that's on the line. We pray for everyone to have a wonderful week and to be blessed and protected under your protection, your divine protection. We pray for um, everyone who will listen to this later or a different day on this video, and we thank you for allowing us to be here today in, uh, in spirit and truth. Amen. Amen. Amen, praise God. So, beloved, Amen. let us go in peace and serve the Lord, and remember you are responsible for what you heard and what you know. Amen. Praise God. Walk out the truth that you have learned today. Agape love. Agape love. Amen. Have a good week in the name of the Lord. Agape love. Amen. Agape love.